Hello, and welcome to the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I'm your host, David Hall, and the creator of QuietAndStrong.com. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we will air each episode on a Monday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. As an introvert, have you ever struggled to have your voice heard? I know I have. I've come a long way since my early days and want to share a few thoughts. As an introvert, I also have a lot of ideas, but it took some time and experience to learn how to share them and not be nervous. This past week, I organized an online conference for work. I also ended up being the MC for the opening session. It was funny. Just before the opening session started, I was talking to the speakers online, and sure enough, one of them said, David, you're on mute. I laughed and said, I was glad I got that out of the way. There's definitely been a lot of that in 2020 and now in 2021. You know, can you hear me okay? Or you're on mute. There have been times where I thought I said something brilliant, only to be told that I was on mute. At least if it's known you're speaking, you can be told that. The worst is when you're jumping into the conversation and you're on mute. And no one even knows you're trying to say something. Then you really feel like you're not being heard. Like, why isn't anybody listening to me when really you're just on mute? And unfortunately, sometimes even in person settings, introverts can feel like they're on mute, so to speak. Have you had that feeling before? As introverts, we don't share everything. We think before we speak, and so we put our ideas together and we come up with a succinct response. And so people may not be expecting something from us all of the time. I'm always going to think deeply and naturally and put my thoughts together. I'm probably going to speak less than my extroverted colleagues that may be thinking out loud. They may be sharing everything, and I may be just sharing what I think are my best ideas and most important. I do have ideas I want to share, whether it be in a public speech, presentation, or a variety of meetings. I have struggled with having my voice heard early on, and have learned many strategies that work for me as an introvert. When I was younger, I had a terrible fear of public speaking. I would agonize before and sometimes after. There would be shakiness in my voice and in my knees, along with a dry mouth. I've come a long way since then, and have given many successful public speeches in a, in a variety of formats. I thought my online conference went well. I was excited about it, and I did my best to prepare. I am an introvert, and I really do enjoy giving presentations and public speeches. I've come to realize that while I'm not someone who can wing it, if I am prepared, have expertise, and passion for the subject I can do well. Those are the three things. Preparation, expertise, and passion. Also keep in mind that public speaking can be difficult for extroverts too. Just the strategies to get better will look different.
It was funny. A, a friend of mine once read one of my blog posts and thought he was an introvert because public speaking made him nervous. I asked him a few questions and he definitely was an extrovert. Of course, he can get better at public speaking and probably can learn from some of the tips for introverts. He should also look for advice from a fellow extrovert. So preparation is key as an introvert because we want and we need to think about things before speaking. If I'm an expert in a subject, then I've done the thinking already and the words come more naturally to me. It's those topics that I've not spent a lot of time thinking about before that can give me trouble. I do need to think about topics and process them in my mind before speaking about them. In my everyday life, I've learned it's okay to take some time to think and let people I'm speaking with know this. However, in a presentation, you want to come off as the expert. And in a public speaking setting, it doesn't usually work. It doesn't usually work to stop and think. When you're behind the podium giving a speech or presentation, there is not that time to think. So to prepare, think about the following. Who is your audience? What are the key points that you want to drive home? How much time do you have? I usually spend some time, a few days ahead of time, getting all my thoughts down. If I'm doing a slideshow, I may write some notes into the presentation. For this past event, I, I had one slide as the MC, and that helped me keep on track. Then after I've done that initial work in the days before, I continue to let the presentation just kind of roll around in the back of my mind and I'm open to new ideas as they come to me. As I get a new idea or maybe some modification, I write that down. My mind's always going, and so this approach works well for me after I've done the initial work. What else do you need to do? Do you need to rehearse? If so, do that. Get some feedback. I definitely like to think a lot beforehand, but in my case, I rarely do a run-through. I do the run-through in my head. For some reason, practicing and role-playing doesn't work really well for me. I mean, I practice, but it, it, it's not actually speaking it out loud. But what works for you? If you do find that running it through works for you, then do that. When you're comfortable with the material, it'll be much easier to get your points across without having to think too much. So in this example, the morning before the event, I purposely did not plan to do anything else but to go over my notes and relax as I thought about my message. Someone had asked me before the event if I was nervous. And it was nice to confidently say, I was not. I had done the work. If you find that you're nervous, what are you telling yourself? Maybe it's time to tell yourself a new story. For example, remind yourself you have something great to share and that people need to hear your message. If you're a perfectionist like me, 
you may need to tell yourself that you are going to give a great presentation, but you're human, so it may not be perfect. Remember, all the audience members are human and are not perfect either. When it's over, review and reflect on how you did. Your next one will be even better. And of course, plan some recharge time after. That's very important for us introverts. In this case, I took a drive and took myself out to lunch and just relaxed. It was nice. So apart from speeches and presentations, I have found a few different methods useful in having my voice heard. And as you're heard, this can also lead to presentations and speeches if that's something that you want. So, first, become an expert in your area. When I'm knowledgeable and passionate about something, I can easily articulate my ideas and usually don't need as much time to think. Because I already have. Have you found a career that you're passionate about? Push yourself to learn more about a subject and awareness of your personality and the personality of others. Learn about success strategies from multiple sources. Make your own proactive learning plan. Don't be passive and just do the training that's offered. Volunteer for opportunities where you can continue to learn and expand your knowledge. Go to conferences, webinars, listen to podcasts. I know you're doing at least one of these right now. And of course, read about those that have had success in your field and outside of your field. When you're the expert, people will listen and you will feel confident. Of course, be confident while you're still a work in progress. We are all a work in progress. The second idea is be competent and be someone who gets things done. I've heard the expression, it's not what you know, but who you know. I think that both are true. Who you know will generally help you land the position. Knowing your strengths and what you know and what you can do will carry you far. And this expertise can help give you a voice in your organization and chosen field. Be organized according to your introverted needs. You know, I, I discovered I could plan out my days and weeks with my introverted needs in mind, such as giving myself time to think and taking appropriate recharge time. And this has helped me find great success and get things done. This was the inspiration for my first book, Minding Your Time. And when you're getting things done, that helps with having a voice. The next thing, Insist on an agenda for meetings. I find that if I can prepare for a meeting ahead of time, I can think things through and be prepared to have a discussion, offer suggestions, and make decisions. Sometimes during the meeting, ideas will be presented that I'll still need to give some thought to. I need to insist on having that time. You know, it's fine to give me a deadline, but give me some time to think. I attend many meetings each week, and as an introvert, sometimes it's difficult to voice your ideas in a room full of people talking. Yet, if you're a deep thinker, you likely have a lot of thoughts on the topic of discussion that you want to share. 
So I've learned a couple things in meetings that have helped me be more effective. So before the meeting, I like to give things some thought. So I make sure I have the agenda ahead of time. And there is one. If I'm in charge of the meeting, I try to send out the agenda in advance. If I'm an attendee, I contact the person in charge to get a copy of the agenda prior to the meeting. So I have time to go over it. Also, the more people in the meeting, the harder it may be to get all the points covered that I want to. So I make sure I write those points down or the questions that I feel need to be covered and and make sure I have that with me in the meeting. You may also want to send an email ahead of time with the points, you know, depending on on what it is that you're, you're doing. Or you may want to send some questions ahead of time. So during the meeting, the conversations that are taking place often spark ideas. Sometimes they're related to the meeting and sometimes not. As ideas come to me during the meeting, I make sure to make note of them. That way I can have a list I can bring up at the appropriate time or cover during a later time. Also, if I'm having any ideas that don't relate to the meeting, if I capture them, I can stay focused in that meeting. If you're leading the meeting, make sure everyone has a chance to speak and that the meeting's not being monopolized by a few. After the meeting, you know, when you're back in your office, or in my case, just when the Zoom calls ended and I'm still sitting in the same old chair, you know, working from home still, I take a few minutes to go through my notes and make sure I've captured all the ideas and tasks. Hopefully I've said everything that I wanted to, but if not, or if I have a new idea, I can send a follow-up email to the group or to the leader of the group. As introverts, we have a strength in writing. And we all think about, oh man, I wish I would have said this. So don't be afraid to follow up on the conversations that you had. So another area in having your voice heard is to continue to bring awareness to your needs. I have found that explaining my needs to others, such as needing time to think, maybe it's a few moments or maybe it's a day, explaining that has gone a long way. Some people will really not understand unless you tell them. I've also found it helpful to talk about these things with fellow introverts. It's easier not to go it alone. If you say with a fellow introvert or two, we need some time to think. It can be much easier. And along those same lines, be aware of how you're being perceived. When I spend a lot of time alone, I may think I'm getting a ton of work done while someone else thinks I'm hiding out. We need to build relationships to strengthen our voice. To do this, we need to be sure to be aware of the needs of both our introverted and extroverted colleagues. Have you ever been asked, are you okay, when everything is fine? Sometimes our expression on our face may not match what's going on on the inside as an introvert. I was at a workshop on a topic that was very interesting and important to me. I thought I was contributing plenty to the conversation 
both for the large group and the conversations at my table. On a break, the facilitator asked me if I was okay. She said she couldn't tell if I was enjoying the workshop or perhaps I was being pensive. Yeah, pensive. I told her pensive was a great way to describe me. How is pensive mistaken for something being wrong? I was built to think as an introvert, and I naturally turned to my inner world of ideas. This is a great strength. Often I'm lost in thought. And when I'm lost in thought, I come up with creative and innovative ideas. But how does it look to others when I'm lost in thought or being pensive? I've learned, whether it be in a meeting or workshop, one-on-one conversations, to let others know when I'm pausing a moment to think about something. So to some that do not understand introversion, it may seem like I'm being too quiet. As an introvert, your conversation partners don't see all the many thoughts buzzing around in your head. They only see what you choose to share. An extrovert that speaks to think may appear to be more engaged as most of their thoughts are being verbalized. I'm not saying one way is right or wrong, but I'm saying that these differences need to be understood. We still have much work to do to spread the word about differences in our communications, strengths, and needs. Here are a few things I try to remember when conversing with others. I do need to make sure I'm engaged in the conversation or the meeting. I do need to let people know when I'm taking time to think. And I do need to share those brilliant ideas that come when I'm deep in thought. So the next time someone asks, are you okay? Your response is, yes, I am more than okay. Your amazing mind is doing its work and you're coming up with brilliant ideas. And then the last idea to help keep your voice heard is keep your email organized. Introverts often prefer to communicate through email. But even in email, conversations can happen very quickly. You know, there could be an email thread that happens very fast with multiple people. And we may want to take the time to think about things. So sometimes if we're not fast, we may be left out of the conversation, even in the email discussion. But by staying on top of your inbox and staying organized, you can ensure that you're involved with ongoing emails and the many critical work decisions that are made through this medium. I'm continually pushing myself to be better organized so I can keep up and have a voice in these discussions. Again, if you need more time to think about something, let people know. Sometimes it might feel like the extroverted way is the right way because we're hearing from the extroverts more often. Their thoughts are always out there. While we introverts are naturally thinking our thoughts before speaking them. You know, but wouldn't you rather hear a well-thought-out idea versus a haphazard one? You may have some great things to say. You don't have to be an extrovert for your voice and your ideas and opinions to come across loud and clear. Take your time, use your strengths, find your voice, and be heard. 
Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to further connecting with you. Reach out at quietandstrong.com. Email me at david at quietandstrong.com. I'll add social media channels to the show notes. Please comment on the social media posts related to this podcast. Send me topics or questions and we can address those on the show. So many great things about being an introvert, and so we need those to be understood. Let's keep the conversation going. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs and be strong.